Pops in the Rican. Pops and the Rican. Pops and the Rican. Pops and the Rican. Hey, that's how we roll. Uh, it's, it's the it's the pops and the, the Rican show. show, and uh, I believe I, I, I I'm pops. I'm the Rican, and and he's the Rican. Yes, uh, it seems like every episode you're confused. Well, <laughs> like this is uh, there's no way. You can make a mistake here, bro. You're Every, definitely pops. Well, <laughs> there's no way you'll ever be the Rican. That's what I'm saying. But I've I've slept twice since we recorded the last one, and and so uh, I I have to remind myself okay. just in case. I get it, bro. I hey, get it. Hey, the good news is uh, I remembered that you are Rico the Rican. Oh, here it is. That's and, it. Every that's I've never that way, agreed to that name. Never. But, well, again. When, but I love you, when, man. When we had that conversation, yeah. I decided, and that's all that's going to happen. Okay, so I guess that's, I, that's how it operates. I let it roll. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, uh, Rico, yeah, uh, bro. You, you might not have noticed, but there's uh, there's 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 somebody sitting in between, there's, there's in a, between us. There's another guest that we want to introduce to everybody. And uh, so, uh, you know, uh, on the last show, yep. we, we had that uh, Ray Hensley guy. Ray Hensley. Yeah. Good show. And, great, and, great show. And that yeah. was... Uh, yeah, that was court ordered that he came. That's, that's 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 how we got him. We got him in. And uh, and tonight our special guest is here because uh, yeah, he took a wrong turn and stopped and asked for directions. Just so happened. And, and I'm like, so like, hey, hey uh, can I do the show? How would you like to be? Uh, no, come uh, on so in. Tonight uh, we want to uh, we want to welcome to yes. the Pops and the Rican show. Yes, uh, Doug Arnold. Doug Arnold. Thank you. Doug is, uh, it, for those of you who, who have not met Doug or you, you've missed his uh, uh, Comedy Central uh, specials yes. and uh, and all of his, his, uh, <laughs> his prime, prime, prime time, live from Kokomo. Yeah. Uh, Doug, uh, tell us in, in two words or less uh, everything we can about uh, Doug Arnold. No, uh, you know, tell us uh, a little bit. First, first of all, tell us a little bit about... Uh, how did you get started in comedy? Oh, you jump right in. We're just jumping and, right in, in the middle of and, it. And yeah, and while you're telling us that, can you give us uh, your social security number he, and uh, your credit card? Number? Yeah, I got this the credit guy. cards over there. I requested <laughs> earlier, and uh, <laughs> he was ready. I always uh, figured the only reason I was asked because. Pops is tired of being the oldest guy on the podcast. Okay, okay, okay. He wanted somebody a little bit older, you know. Wanted, I, get you, I get it. Oh, he didn't get picked on too much. That's could it. Two could against you, one. I get you it. Give us some respect. We got we got a guest, special uh, guest. It's all good, man. I respect you. I'm almost there too. I got my gray hairs. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, almost there. Gray hairs. Yeah. He's got, <laughs> He's got two, <laughs> two of them. Both. Look, I got both these gray hairs. I'm, I'm, I'm just sprouting gray I, hairs. I've got all some gray. I got a gray uh, my head. Gray man, my hair. Look, I mean, gray I, matter. I got, look at that. You're getting there. That's love right there, man. I'm right there with you guys. It's looking yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll roll with that. Okay. So <laughs> it's uh, it's the pops and the really old Reekin show. Ah, <laughs> you yeah. shout out, you. Yeah, anyway, no. Uh, 
Yeah, tell we, us a little about yourself, we, man. I, I, I will let you, I, I will let everybody know that yeah. uh, uh, it, it's not been that long ago that I actually uh, uh, met Doug and mm-hmm. found out, hey, this guy's been doing comedy for quite a while. Okay, uh, he's centuries the way it sounds uh, because look <laughs> at him. I mean, look, he's as look old, how old is he? As is. Old as yes. he's he's got to have been doing it, you know, as long as. Uh, there, there's been jokes, I guess. Yeah, and, uh, right. Since so, there was cave walls that write a joke. Right. <laughs> well, actually, Cable I'm new to comedy, which is yeah. surprises a lot of people. Mm. Um, I took it up after I retired. Mm. Well, I, yeah. So, and, and you retired from Chrysler. Oh wow! So you nice. were working. You were uh, designing Chrysler cars. Is that what you were doing? Uh, uh, no, I was working in the transmission facility. Oh, well, huh. cool. I was in engineering and manufacturing, and putting them together, and uh, I was coming near the end of my career there, and I'd already been putting on comedy shows, but I hadn't been going up. Mm. I live in a neighborhood where we have a real nice community center, um, but it's on a golf course, but we were kind of short on monies, and they're ta- thinking about ways to raise money. I said, well, how about a comedy show? What, exactly. I've always loved comedy since I was a kid. Awesome. I said, I know how to put on a show. Yeah. So I hired Dave Dugan to come in. Rick Garrett was our first opener. Nice. You know both those guys. They put on a great show and been a huge success. And Dave's been a good friend. Every time I say I'm going to do a show, he sends me somebody. We've had Bob Zaney. We've had Mark Klein, mm. uh, Jeff Jenna. Mm. Really solid comedians. Guys right. have been out there 30 years plus. And the yeah. one thing I noticed, I said, these guys are all my age. <laughs> you know, which was cool. You know, and I thought... You know, I got to do something when I leave work to keep my mind occupied, something okay. outside my comfort zone. And this was definitely outside my comfort zone. Mm. I wasn't one to stand up and do public speaking or do comedy mm. or anything like That's that. That's a big deal. But if you, the three of us are sitting around, I could like, you guys, I could, I could joke all day long exactly. with my friends and I always was a smart ass in meetings. So, okay. you know, I thought, well, this, so I tried it out and I got the bug like a lot of guys, yeah. you know, it's been a year and a half now and I've. Really enjoying it. So. Get out. Just a year and a half? Year, well, it's got to be almost two years here in March. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I've seen your act, and I'm like, okay, this guy's got some chops. I, well, I appreciate know, I, I would have never guessed a year. Thank you. Thank so, you. So but you're, I, you're doing great. I've been on this earth a lot longer than a lot of these young kids, so I can't <laughs> so can, draw on that a little I bit, you. you know. Okay. So I guess it is, you know. So, But I just, I really enjoy it, and I do study it. I watch comedians. Yeah. I, you know. I read a lot about it. I got online a lot. I took classes on how to write jokes. A lot of guys might not do that because they say, it's but I really of, didn't even know how to structure a joke. See, I'm right there and with that, you. Yeah. I, like the, the previous show, I was talking with uh, Ray. Ray, and, yeah. And um, the way I grew up with comedy was the same way where, you know, there was just this extra part of every time I was like either with family or friends, um, I stood out a little bit more than the others, not just because I was ugly, but just the fact that I – pretty much had the chops to make them laugh. And when I would and, see, and, a specific, you, and, and I was ugly. So yeah. It, yeah, the combination was great. So it complimented <laughs> each other. I get, I get it. But uh, when I was with them, you know, I like they, there was something about um, when I would like come up with characters or say a funny joke or, you know, callbacks. I didn't know anything about <clears throat> callbacks or punchlines tags. or tags. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And yeah. so I was just doing them. Yeah. And um, it was like, and then I would, every time I'm with my boys, uh, they would always say stuff like, dude, you need to do like stand up. You need to do, you're a comedian. And I never would think, uh, I'm not a comedian. I'm just, I'm just funny. I wouldn't even think about going up on stage. But then, like, I was telling um, Ray that the way I grew up and I found out about funny was number one, my family. And then two, the fact that, you know, I 
found out about comedy or the way it was through um, watching my dad preach. And he would say these jokes while he was preaching and it was like, oh. And just to see the crowd just go crazy, that was my moment where I was like, I like that. That element, I don't yeah. know what it is, but that's funny. And so from that point he hated on, the in rest school, of, the, of his dad's sermon. Yeah, I care about it. He was sleeping through most the jokes. Hey. But it was fun. It was good to see, you know, it was fun to, to watch people, the people's reaction. And then, you know, they would just have such a great time. And then, then that point I was like, okay, now I would bring that to school and I would, at lunchtime, I would just be a goof. And even to the point where it, there were um, some hall monitors at, at lunch and that hall monitor only allowed me to get up because he thought my jokes were the funniest. <laughs> So he would let me do my jokes, and it, and, and everybody else would be like sit down, sit down, whatever. And but he would let me be goofy, and so it, it, that was cool. And then and then in like my social studies class. Okay, Star Wars Elementary. <laughs> we're gonna introduce our headliner for <laughs> today. It's uh, wait, wait, but that's in high school. Rico Rivera. <laughs> that, that was in high school. He's doing so. that in the lunch line. <laughs> exactly. I was like, hey, uh, you know, like last week. How's those potatoes tonight? <laughs> like uh, so. It, Try the veal. I'll be here all week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those those different t- t- moments were like they spoke to me and like okay, there's something about this. Oh yeah. So I never like we were going back to what we were talking about. I never knew about structure and a joke structure. Like what what's the element? Because I would always say there's something about stand up that there's a science to this. It's not just yeah. yes, you're funny and there's 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 moments where you know if you're born with with the ability to make people laugh or, you know, just that side of it, that's great, but there's still a structure to this to be able to tell a whole story for 45 minutes or an hour, you know, to keep a crowd, you know, engaged for an hour of just standing up there talking about yourself is amazing. So there had to have been some sort of structure and how to write them. And so I've always been a student about that, or at least curious to ask comedians, like yeah. myself and say, okay, what is your take yeah. on how you prepare for comedy um, and how you came upon how jokes are written and the structure? I know one thing, like a lot of comedians say, they'll come up with a joke and it'll be five pages. Right. And then by the time you're done, it's it's lucky if it's, it's like, 15 seconds. Of course, right, exactly. Yeah, you know, you, you, you take this mass and you just keep whittling it down yeah. until, well, here's the joke. Right. Yeah. It's, it's in there somewhere. Right, you just right. gotta you gotta Cutting dig it out, out. and it yeah. takes a long time. You put a lot of effort and time. You, I put six months into when it first came down. I wrote something down. I said, mm-hmm. Then I came out with this. I came out with this. Yeah. No, that didn't work. Did tried this. Went up. Tried that. No, that didn't work. Go back again. Forget about it. Rehash it again. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, and it it just it goes on and on. It always amazes me. I've heard a lot of young comedians that you know we do the open mics with. They say, I do a joke one time. I'm never gonna do it again. I said, I don't understand that. Yeah. I mean, if you wrote Hotel California, would you not perform it again after no. the one performance? Right. Yeah, exactly. you know? <laughs> or, you know, yeah. what if it was the greatest joke in the world and you decided, well, I'm going to dump it Give after up it. on it, yeah. I said, that's not the way it works. You, that's you, interesting. You keep putting them in your toolbox and you keep having more jokes and more jokes and you, and you tag, you put them together. You got five minutes. Okay, I'm going to bring out this group, do this yeah. five, see how it works. I got to work on this one. You know, and if you're going to do a showcase, well, I've got to bring out all I got to bring out the kitchen sink. I need everything. You use them all good, bad, or indifferent. You do it. Right. And then you move on and you do more and more and more. And it's one of those things, uh, I don't know, I'm going to throw a little uh, shameless uh, self-promotion in throw here. Throw it out there. Uh, one of the things that, that I try to teach in uh, Comedy College mm-hmm. is uh, to get to that gold, 
in your jokes. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you really want to work on uh, word economy. Okay. You, you want to get to the place where you're using as few, few words, words as possible yeah. to get to, to get, that to get the audience going in the direction you want them to go, so that they're ready to to yeah. have the fun. Yeah. They want to laugh. They, yeah. want, they yeah. want they want you to bring them to that yeah. surprise. Yeah. And then boom, boom. And so you 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 keep editing. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times, I think comics are hoarders. They're word hoarders, mm. and it's like I want to use all my words, and I have all these things, and I have all this. But when you really, when you've done the work, you've gone yeah. to the open mics, you've yeah. tried it. You yeah. said that that worked okay, but I got to yeah. do a little bit. And you're kind of polishing it, and you're editing it down, and you get to that place where word economy—you've got just yeah. the right words to use to get them to the point where yeah. you're, they're ready to take that quick turn of events and laugh their hearts out. Boom. Yeah. And that's where uh, it, that process. Yeah. How. How do you, or up to this point, yeah? How, where, how did you come to that point of? I want to whittle out. You know, I think that's how you you, you phrase it. I want to whittle some of that away, right? To, so I get to the to the good stuff, right? I realized, and I read an article early on. Don't become a storyteller. And ah. I've seen comedians do that. They stand up there. This one young lady went up, and she told this fifteen minute story that had a punchline at the end. But Ooh. by the time she got to the punchline, yeah, or the part. That was supposed to be funny. Everybody was asleep. Mm. So when I read, you don't want to do that. You want to get to it. Set up, set up, punchline. Yeah, set right. up, punchline. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Now, I'm not that quick with it. I do a little more setup possibly and try to get to the punchline. Um, so it, so it, would, it would vary. Obviously, it would vary. Oh, yeah. Because, Each joke would vary, yeah. Yeah, because of the fact that, I mean, nowadays, the rule of thumb that I've heard uh, – Going around is the fact that you know every fifteen seconds you got to make them laugh. Oh yeah, you got to get that laugh. So yeah. you got to get in, but the difference—that's the thing—is you have to be able to separate when you're with your friends versus a totally different crowd right. that don't even know you because you got to win them over. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I could take fifteen minutes to sell a story with my boys, right? Because they know something stupid is going to happen, yeah. right? Yeah. And they'll—they're—they're they're, they're engaged because they know, okay, this something's going to happen, or I'm going to probably go into character or say something funny, um, you know, outside of that. But when you when you're in front of a crowd that is the first time seeing you, yeah. you have to read the room number one and then win them over the first fifteen seconds. Otherwise, right. it's they're yeah. tuning off. They have to know you're funny first. Then you mm-hmm. can get away with a lot more later. That's true. You got to get them laughing, get them laughing. That's then good. maybe you could stretch one out a little <laughs> bit, funny and they get them. You know, That's they got to know you're funny. Yeah. And. That could be hard to do, depending on the crowd, especially if it's all comedians, because they don't care if you're funny. Man, that's it. That's it. They're sitting they're back just, right? Because I mean, they're thinking about their own jokes, and they're yeah. you know they're and, all I, just... and, and I understand that. Yeah. Because I love going first. I yeah. hate to say that. Put me up first, because then I'm done. Yeah. Because mm. then I don't that's listen. Because I'll listen to five or six guys, and I'm laughing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm listening to them, and all of a sudden, and then they introduce me. I'm going, oh, oh, I'm up. oh crap. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me. <laughs> Can I can I go first? That is interesting. Yeah. I would six I, comics in. Can I go first, first please? Yeah. Uh, no, we've already had uh, six yeah. comics. Yeah, right, right. Uh, exactly. But that's interesting because going first, you have to warm up the crowd. You know, getting them into the. But you know, you know the laugh that, train. when I first got it, that's what I wanted because I didn't want to hear these other guys. Uh, you know, and then it wasn't that they weren't funny. It's just that I wouldn't, and I would see guys who are getting ready to go up and they're off in a corner somewhere. They're yeah, staring exactly. at the, They ready. don't want to hear. They don't want to listen. They don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, and it, we all handle a little bit. I'm a lot more relaxed now, though. 
I'm a lot more confident. I know my material. I'm okay. I'm not one to sit there and say, well, I'm going to go up and do a fresh five every week or something. I don't, I'm going to take what I got. I got my structure of 20 minutes worth of stuff yeah. and I'll bang it out in different ways. I'll yeah. do different bits of each joke. I'll take tags off. I'll add a tag. I'll use one. I'll do, I like to do new intros, like if, you know, start a new start. You mm. know, when I walk into the crowd, I'm going to have a new setup. Hey, yeah. You know, New yeah. Year's. Okay, great. That's a good one. Hey, 2018 was a great year. Right. Boom, boom, boom. Joke, 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 joke. Mm. And then go into the regular material. And so when you, okay, so as confident now you're you're walking with confidence now in your jokes. So now you can you can actually add some elements of okay, let's say something's falling off in a window over there. I can take that right. and talk about the room right. there and to win them over that way or you know take the fact that it was 2018 and doing and crowd work if you could learn to do that yeah i think that's that's a whole nother thing that's gold i was yeah. i just watched bob zaney the other day and he's the king of crowd work and i was sitting there watching him going he walked into this room and he did an hour of just stuff that's in the room come on yeah. it did even you know that is and, awesome. and i heard a few lines that came out that were common lines that he's done in the past and i've heard these jokes but he's just he's just hitting on everything but this room was this room was ripe with everything. It was, you know, it was set up. For, he was ready to rip this crowd <laughs> apart, like, yes. and a fight broke out in the middle of his set. So, oh, you know, that's everything, awesome. so he was, you know, he was in heaven. Where was yeah. the set? This was in Muncie. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, okay. And a very I redneck don't... bar. So <laughs> <laughs> it was a last minute booking for him. And uh, okay. So okay. and I, I got the honor of opening for him. He got a hold of me, Bob, and that's I are right. friends, and so he op- he asked me to come open for him. I was like a deer in the headlamps. So I was just like, I was, I was, I was, so, I had my wife there and these people are just screaming and hollering. They were expecting a band. Yeah. The band canceled. Bob was brought in at the last minute. Ooh. So here's comedy in a non-comedy crowd. Ooh. And this is a really drunk. Just red. Yeah. All these yeah. people were so drunk. And I go up there, I'm trying to do it. And these people are going on. These women are fighting. These people are hollering over That's here. So this nice. is going on. And I, my eyes must have been this big. I look over at Bob going, I don't know what to do here. He's like, he's crack, he, he's watching the room and he's just ready. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just let me up there. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I couldn't wait to get down. Them. Yeah, yeah, I just couldn't like, wait to ding, get ding, there. Came over to go to your corner. Hey, everybody, it's Doug Arnold. <laughs> it was more like a tag with him. I just kind of tag him in, send him in there, and he he tore it up. He loved it, you know. That's cool. Well, and he's, he's one of the seasoned, things so he knows what's up. one of the things that forty I, years out there, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> one of the things that I talk about with with comics is uh, something I call prepared spontaneity. Yeah, mm. it's you have things that you're you have kind of back in the recesses right. of the brain. Right. There, there are lines, there's bits, there's jokes, yeah. there's punchlines, and that. So when you're working a crowd. Uh, if the crowd offers you something, it may yeah, it's it, going to trigger it, whatever it that triggers is. Yeah. something, and you throw it, and it comes out, yeah. and people are like, oh, "Wow, he just came up with that in yeah. the moment." Well, yeah. if you've been around Bob long enough, yeah. or other guys that that work crowds, you find out they use some of those same oh, funny yeah. lines yeah. when it's appropriate. And I've heard but, those lines come out of him, and he did the same ones there, but yeah. they work. But yeah. so so he's prepared to be spontaneous yeah. in the moment when yeah. because. If the audience gives him something else to work with at that moment, he's going to give a different line. Mm. But it may be a line you've heard yeah. 30, 40 times, but, but it's still in yeah. that mo- he's he's still allowing that moment to dictate when he's going which, which lines he's going to pull. And he pop also out uses and, and, silence and very well. Yeah. He so could he use could silence. Have, he could just kind of turn his head and make a smirk and just kind of 
go right at just it. stand yeah, the thing yeah. and just kind of go <laughs> shake his head and it's funny yeah it's mm. funny it's a performance you know yeah. he knows how to do it and as a rookie like myself those are the things i would like to learn to be able to be more comfortable and comfortable with the you know it, the, to me my show is right here it's in my brain it's it's me up here i'm making sure i get every word right which yeah. was ridiculous you yeah. shouldn't do that yeah. you should have the premise i think gray touched on that have the premise and then just let it come out right it'll flow it as long as you worked on your material it'll come out you know yeah. it'll sound good yeah and you'll enjoy it but to be able to just take your act here and bring all the laughter out there into them yeah. that energy is yeah. you know another one i could do is jerry goble another really good comedian here yeah. in Indiana. and jerry could just engage a crowd and just tear them up man he's phenomenal at it and it's what uh i think we've we've kind of hit on this a little bit is you come to this point where you're comfortable not only being on stage. Right. Yeah. That takes, you know, that takes practice uh, some, some time for oh, people yeah. to get to that level of confidence Depends and comfort. On, yeah. But there also there is this confidence or comfort that comes from going, you know, I've I've told this joke and it's funny. And so I want to bring that funny and give it to this audience. Right. Yeah. And uh, in that process of trusting the material that it's because yeah. I know it's funny. Yeah, you've done it enough times. It's, I got to laugh every time. But, but I have gone to audiences and did a joke that was good laugh, good laugh, good laugh. And it was, I didn't read the audience. Mm. I did it and you could hear crickets. I'm going, mm. okay, well, I just learned something. Yeah. I can't do that joke with this yeah. demographic. This specific you know, crowd. This yeah. specific crowd. Yeah. And it works with the younger kids, doesn't work with an older group. And right. You know, so just got to know your audience, got to know the crowd. It's yeah. reading the audience. Yeah. And that's yeah. what, you know, the pros can do. They can see who's here, what's there, Republican, Democrat. Yeah. You know, that's most guys don't do, too. they don't like to do, most guys aren't doing any political stuff. That's anyway. the thing is they know that they're, they escape on that because they're not at a place where confident enough to have an argument uh, in case something comes up as far mm. as like, oh, you know, you know, I just feel like the younger you are too as well. It's tough to have to talk about politics because it's like you're still young. You yeah. don't know what you're talking about. Well, I, so you have yeah. to fight against that and then, you know, make it where your point is. It's believable. a slow hanging fruit with it like is. a Trump, you know. Yeah, I Trump had a especially. young yeah. comedian last night tell me, he said, <laughs> I did a Trump joke and this guy wanted to fight me out back Jeez. after the show. He got so offended by it. And I'd heard <laughs> the joke like, before. Yeah. And it, it was it's no big deal. It wasn't deal. even, you know, it wasn't yeah. insulting. It was just funny. Yeah. And he said, this guy got so mad he wanted to take him out back and beat him up. And well, this guy's pretty big, so I think he could defend himself. Yeah. But it's again, it's yeah. it's you got wow. if you know the audience, yeah, and, and yeah. You, you look at the audience and you say, okay, I think this joke, yeah. I'm going to tell a joke about Trump. I think it'll play for the majority of the audience. Yeah, you have to ask yourself the question: Is it good enough to? Is it going to give this audience enough laughter from that joke that it's worth me possibly alienating? Half or more than yeah. half of the crowd yeah. by doing that. Or is it worth me telling this joke because it's going to get laughs yeah. and it's going to make you, people are going to have fun. And so I've, I've done my job. I've brought the laughter and they're having a great time laughing. Yeah. yeah. Is it worth that if it means that that guy's going to want to kick the crap out of yeah. me after I tell the joke? Right. You and know? then also, you know, battling the fact that you got to win them back. You know, now you have to yeah, struggle, and if you lose them, now you gotta you have the yeah. option. Now you have to work at getting them back, 
And that's another, <clears throat> it's stressful too. I mean, that's mm -hmm. when the, the heat starts kicking. You start sweating everywhere. You're like, I got to win these guys back with, okay, what's the next joke? Oh crap. It's about, yeah. it's uh, about and something you, else that's you political. Mentioned, you mentioned Jerry, Jerry Goebel. Uh, one, one of the things that he said uh, not too long ago, because I can actually remember it. Wow. Uh, so it has to be recent. Recent, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we, he was he was talking to a group of comics at an open mic, and he said, uh, when you're confident in your material and you know it's funny, then you're willing to take a punch in the face for it. Right. 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 Okay, there's a difference. And, and it's, it's like, okay... <clears throat> I know this is funny. Yeah. And so I'm going to throw it out there. And if, if somebody gets their panties in a wad, yeah. uh, I probably shouldn't say that because, uh, you know, in this PC world we live in. Don't get offended. Oh, no. Somebody's offended now. Yeah. I'm going to get. So uh, for those people that are offended by that, send an email to Doug Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> P.O. Box. Uh, so, no, but there, there are some things where, you know, there are people that are like, I don't know if I should say that because, yes, it's funny. Yeah, but I, it might I might offend somebody, yeah. and but the reality is when you, when you've got a bit that you know is really funny and you're going to give laughter to this crowd and and it's worth the Giving potential yeah. of yeah. having somebody get really bent out of shape and want to fight you out back yeah. or to call you out and say I can't believe you said that you know well uh, I don't know why you can't believe it you yeah. heard it everybody else did uh, it's, hearing is believing or seeing is believing and, and yeah, it all depends know, so. on how you react to them because if you just back down and just yeah I, okay there, yeah. So there's right there's in. no there's no fight there it's like a heckler yeah. you know if you have to address him that's fine if you get really nasty with him yeah, yeah. You're, you're just gonna you know a lot of guys could just you know just kind of blow them off and yeah. ignore them you know yeah. or a group of people talking during the show yeah right. I've seen some comedians just get furious because they're talking yeah because yeah. they're interrupting they're talking you know and i think that's rude around? you come to pay money to go to a comedy show yeah be quiet it's like going to the movies right. the way i look at right. you can laugh all you right. want but don't start turning your buddies hey, hey you know remember that yeah because that interrupts yeah the, the yeah because timing, i'm on. trying to hear and, yeah and you're talking but and you're, you if know. you're if you're feeding off the audience and you, because you want to you want to engage them in in a meaningful way so that you can give right. them the right laughs and right. everything uh, if it throws you off, well, and the longer you, I, I say this uh, because I, again, I've done it for a while. Yeah. The longer you do this, little things don't throw you off your right. game as much. Right. But there are times when it still happens. But it's okay. And for, you've got to yeah. you've got to be able to adjust and say, okay, um, I could be very confrontational, and I could go out here and you know thump him in the forehead and tell him to shut up. And, yeah. You know, sit down, shut up. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, or you can find a way to get the audience to come along with you and ignore them, you know? I, I kind of like to get them to respond. Process. If I right. say something, I like I like it when somebody hoots and hollers. If I say something in yeah. a certain way and they hoot and holler, I like that. I like yeah. that because if it's pulling off a good energy. You yeah. do, right. You get that good energy going and then you, yeah. you kind of got them. As long as they don't want to start a conversation with you oh. in the middle of it. <laughs> well, and you have that sometimes. And, and, <laughs> and there again, if if you get the right drunk guy. I was going to uh, say. You, it, can, you can play off of that one. Oh, I, I yeah. they're going to say something stupid. Show, so you'd be like, ah. for, a, for a company, uh, again, most of what I do uh, and have done for the last 20 years mm -hmm. is uh, corporate comedy. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was doing a show for for a company up in uh, up in Wisconsin, and <laughs> this guy, uh, very inebriated, uh, started to you know answer rhetorical questions that I don't do very many of those, but occasionally I throw them out. 
and he was like, oh, that's an invitation for me to be part of the show. Eh. And and so you kind of got involved. And I did about 30 minutes of just blowing him out of the water. Mm-hmm. And everybody that worked with him in this company was, just was eating it up. Yeah. And they were like, this is the best show we've ever had. Because <laughs> he slammed and, that and, guy. And, yeah, yeah. And my entire, like, we've been wanting to do that for so long. I may have done five <laughs> minutes of my of my material that I was planning on right. doing when I got in there, and the rest of it was just me and the drunk guy. Just yeah. going at it, and yeah. and I was just playing <laughs> off of that and having fun with it. Hmm. If you're comfortable enough to do that, right, and you're confident yeah, enough confident. to do it, yep. And but that you, takes and, years. That takes years. It does. Of work. It and the, takes and then the other thing I say is, if you're getting laughs, if you're you know if the laughs are coming out of all of that, yeah, good as long as it's not at that guy's expense, right. That's another thing too is to make you know, sure that, yeah. that's a fine line to. And yeah. now, again, uh, the way I look at it after after having done this for a while, yeah, as long as I'm not making him pay the bill, but he's insisting on paying the bill, then I'm going to let then it happen. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it's at his expense, but he's insisting on it, yeah. Okay, that's on you, buddy, not on me. So we had that. At, we had a girl that. Every time you would do your setup, she'd ask you a question about it. Oh, man. Just right. <laughs> you know what, what you do about it. And, and you go, well, what I did was, and, you know, she just kept doing that the whole show. And it was, and she just wanted to be part of the show, I oh, think, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, but she was, she was kind about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but still, could have done without just, it. You I know, mean, you just yeah. didn't need it, you know. Come on. We're gonna, you know, then it got crazy because some wilder comedians got up and then they were all just screaming the whole show back and forth. Yeah. But these guys knew how to handle her. Yeah. yeah. They loved it. They yeah. ate her up, you know. Yeah, so yeah, they, exactly. It was, they didn't put her down. They didn't shut her up. They, but they brought whatever her she the brought show. in, they fed right back exactly. to her. That's why I say, yeah. if if he's willing to to pay the bill yeah. and he's insisting on it, then I'm gonna let it go. Yeah. You know. Right. But if it comes to the place where uh, he's somebody's in, injecting themselves into the show, and they're going to pay a price that they're not intending to pay, then I, I try to defuse that and get away from it yeah. Yeah. and find something else to. Uh, Draw kind of the like audience's steer. attention and, right. and get it, get them to to walk away and ignore, uh, Man. the the mosquito in the room. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> so I don't. I feel like I would. Right now, I'm just not there yet. Like I, yeah. I get thrown off. Like if somebody's just gonna go at me, I get. I'm like, okay, I don't want any part of that. Well, and and that's part of your. Uh, your upbringing, you're like, oh, that's like, throw down, you know, come on. Man, you know? Ma- uh, my upbringing, yeah. man, it was pretty rough. I know. <laughs> He's going to Cape Passa, S.A. Bro, what's up, bro? Let's take him to a Mac. Uh, Let's come go, bro. On. Let's I, go, man. I was talking I got about a him. Night. I, was, I was talking about him, you know, li- living in Kenosha, Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, Kenosha. Yeah. Man, that's a rough don't, town. That's a rough town. Don't, don't you know that was a rough town there? Hey, yeah. Oh, hey. we had a lot of Kenoshans come to yeah. Kokomo. Oh, wow. In the factories, you know? And man, those Kenoshans, they were. <laughs> they, you they didn't were mess with them. <laughs> See, those, those are some tough people. Well, eh? <laughs> well, Kenosha was like right there, you know, at the border of Illinois, too. So you had, it was oh. like Wisconsin. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it was like right there. Kenosha was right there. I mean, just go over to Illinois quick. Of course, we call them the Kenoshans like it was some type of <laughs> alien <laughs> creature, you know? Oh, he's a Kenosha. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was a. Race. Uh, <laughs> There was a nuclear a waste dump that happened in this little town and turned everybody into Kenoshans. And uh, no, nah, it's all good. <clears throat> so, uh, Doug, let me ask you this: uh, being newer in in the uh, world of comedy, yeah, uh, 
we've we've talked a little bit about uh, in, in other uh, podcasts. We've talked about how do you how do you remember yeah. your set? That's a good how one. do you so uh, okay? Are you are you paper and pen kind of guy or have you moved I, over I, to I've digital? Gone, I started paper pen. Yeah, I took a class. I went digital. Yeah. Then I was staying digital for a long time. Then I started back paper and pen again. Yeah. But I will still take the same joke and re-put it into my phone. I'll still put it into digital. Okay. If it's finalized, I said, okay, I'm pretty much done with this. I don't want to, outside of just telling maybe a little different. Yeah. I think I got this whittled down. I'll put it in there, headline it, then it's Set. right there one one note. I just use that one. I was going to say, okay, what, what app do you it's one use? Note. One note? Yeah, okay. so I use that one. So I get a little and, too... too um, like I have, it's the structure is a little bit too much. Sometimes I'm like, wow, this is a, this is a bit much, but I like to have specific, I use Google docs and I use different folders yeah. and they have all specific, like I'll go, I'll go, this is embarrassing, but I go as far as to like ideas and premises. And mm -hmm. then, you know, like the chopping block or the chopping room where I take those ideas and I transfer them over to the, to there when I want to start writing about them. And then I just start going at it. And then I take that and, and structure that. And then I place that into, you know, this is a joke I want to try out. Right. So it'll go from like green room type of thing to now it's in, you know, test. And so then I take it out to an open mic and if it, you know, bombs, then yeah. I go back. So that's kind of like my process and I'm able to access that in the phone. But I'm noticing now that I'm going back to writing everything right. on a pad because the way that I memorize um my sets now is like visually. So I think of numbers versus, okay, this is my first joke and I label that one and I put it over here with a visualization of the joke. So I try to create images of mm -hmm. that joke so that I can remember right. in my mind, okay, this joke is about my mom. So I see my mom sitting on the couch, blah, blah, blah. So I can see that and now it's making it easier for me to do that. So if I have it written out, you know, and numbered, then right. it makes it easy. So and mine is, you go into, mine's mostly memorized though. Okay. Really, if I'll write it down, I'll, you know, I'll put it on the computer, big story. If it's a real big one, yeah. I'll put it all out there. I say, okay, where do we start? You know, willing down, willing yeah. down. Yeah. And then I'll put it on paper a few times. Like you say, you go out and try it. Went too long. This didn't work. I got to change the first person, third person. How do I do this? How yeah. do I do that? Yeah. And it usually revolves certain themes in my life i think everybody's pretty much honest in their comedy it's about themselves mm -hmm. i'm not talking about somebody else. exactly i i'm retired mm -hmm. um i golf yeah i live in kokomo so i i have and, an and elderly, every, golfer too. And everybody in the world I'm bowling and everybody in the world <laughs> can relate to being from kokomo well yeah yeah <laughs> but you know those are the things my joke i got my joke about you know i could sit there and see okay i got my kokomo jokes i got yeah. my golfing jokes yeah i got my retirement jokes mm -hmm. i got my getting old jokes yeah. i got my mom jokes i got my cat and dog jokes i okay. got my kids jokes i got two daughters so i got i got gotcha. a wife joke yeah, i got so kids jokes and they're all there in my head yeah you know, because I I will run it through my head over and over and over, especially if I'm you know got to drive anywhere for an open mic. Yeah, I'll sit there and have an hour, hour and a half just to go through 
the set. Right. You know, nice. okay. and it seems like in the mornings is when I seem to come up with the best. I don't know why it is. I'm laying in bed, you know, I'm getting up to crack of dawn, nine thirty, ten o'clock. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> like all retired people to do. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't like to brag, nice. but uh, I get up almost every day. I get up at the at the crack of noon. Crack of noon. Well, that's pretty good. But right at that time when you're just fair, laying there, your brain's very soft. It seems like I could think about my jokes. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. I, can I didn't look at this one this that. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could put this in here and I could put that in there. That's cool. And, you know, and it's just, it's a very natural process. I don't, at first it was forced. I was writing so very, okay, let's do about this, do about yeah. this. What is, what works with this? What words are funny with this? You know, what lines will, you know, where's the punchline? Where, you know. Right. Then all of a sudden, okay, I had that. Well, I got another tag I could add on. I got another tag to that. I got mm. another. So I, you know, how the person, I'll tag, 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 tag. Now I could use any one I want use one i could use all four if i need 15 minutes all then four are coming four. in yeah but if i only got five minutes or 10 minutes or something okay i'm going to use the premise one, and you can one tag one and then i'll tags. go on to the next one interesting so i like i don't stay on the one subject very long yeah. if i only got a short time i like to bounce around and do a lot of stuff yeah. which maybe i should stay on one subject more and just stay with it and do it the full five well i don't know right right that's good point. that that really is is kind of a, a personal preference of how comfortable do I feel with this topic, mm. and how you know how much editing have I done to get as to get as much gold out of that topic as possible, right. uh, or am I bored with this topic? Yeah. You know, maybe the audience isn't bored with it, but you if you get bored, the audience is going to know he's getting bored with his own stuff. Yeah. You know, so move That's on and point. do something. So yeah. you've got to kind of make the set work. For for you, right? Because you got to enjoy it first that's before good, you yeah. get it. Because convince them that it's fun. Good. It's one of the things <laughs> yeah. I say. Yeah. Just at every every open mic we run, uh, I always say to the to the comics, uh, the the most important thing tonight is for you to have fun, right? Because yeah. if you're having fun, the audience <clears throat> is going to have fun. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But if you're not, see if, that. if you're up here painstakingly trying to remember your your bits and yeah. you're trying to get it down, the audience is, the audience is like, well. Uh, <clears throat> That might have been funny. I, I don't guess know. that's why I won't go up like this. Okay. Oh. I was going to ask that question too. Are you one to take the no. notepad with you up? A lot of times I'll throw the pad over there, but I is it? Just, I can't remember. Just Maybe one time I actually looked at it. See, yeah. I'm the same way. And too. I don't. I don't. I just don't. Yeah. I'm usually prepared. Yeah. I usually got okay. There's my list. Yep. There's yep. my set list for night. That's yeah. for the. There's that one. I'm going to do that night. There's that. You know. And so I have my list. It's like once you get rolling, it comes fairly natural. Mm. You start going on, and if your mind's working well and everything's going good and everybody's laughing, you could usually progress right through it. Right. right. But if something That's throws you point. way off, and, and yeah. I, when I first started, one time I got just completely lost. I looked over the guy host Bob Straws, but I said, oh. "Where the heck was I, Bob?" <laughs> and he just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. he, and he and, told me where I was, and, right. and then I turn around and got back going again. <laughs> and and if you're in a room or if you're you're, you're doing work with with somebody like Bob, uh, he's he's comfortable enough to, oh, yeah. to to enjoy. Okay, this is fun and it's funny, uh, and he's going to say in his how he handles it. Yeah, is pretty much saying to the audience, "Okay, everybody, uh, this is this is the life of comedy. This is what happens, and, and so be, have fun with <laughs> it, it and let's all is. laugh. Yeah, and okay." Doug, you're ready to go back? Because, go ahead yeah. and go back. Because it really wasn't life-changing. Yeah. Nothing, nothing happened. Right, I mean, exactly. like they say, what's the worst thing going to happen? Somebody's going to laugh at you? Well, 
Well, shoot. Good. Good? I'll take that. Isn't that great? <laughs> I was uh, kind of shooting for that. Right. Like, and I right. see guys completely blow yeah. Yeah, the punchline. Yeah, and they true. just stand there and go, God, I blew that line yeah. completely. Like, yeah. Can I tell that joke again? It's, yeah, sell it again. <laughs> Try it one more time. <laughs> yeah, maybe this time you could actually make it a joke yeah. uh, because yeah. the way you did it wasn't so funny. No. Yeah, but yeah it's, it's uh, the process of getting to the place where you're comfortable with how that sounds in your head mm. and then getting it out to give it to the audience in a way that's going to sound even funnier in their head. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's, that's the a, fun of, yeah. of writing, you know, new bits and, it, and I, everybody's background's different too. Came up. I'm, I'm more like a Johnny Carson monologue guy okay. Okay. In, my, in my mind. That's good. Cause I used to watch that and just crack up. Yeah. So laugh in. Okay. You know, that type of stuff. And just the, you know, the guy standing up there gets set and just start, you know, yeah, hit the boom, yeah. boom, 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 yeah. boom. I, I like that. I like, to me, that is comedy. Now, the younger kids, they have a different perspective yeah, on it, and they do a really good job with it, what they're doing, and I enjoy what they're doing, but I can't be I can't be a 21-year-old on stage. Right, trying to get right. I would look stupid. The guy said, yeah. well, you got to do more edgier, blah, blah. I said, it wouldn't be sincere. Right. People would see you. through it. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be me. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, people I can, see can right stand up there and swear all day, but it, it's not me. I'm yeah. not comfortable with that. Yeah. Well, and I, it, I have become somewhat known in the uh, comedy scene in the Indianapolis area anyway wow. as, as being that guy that says well it's the clean it's the clean guy the clean guy oh, yeah. and well, and I say it to them all the time it's not because I'm a prude or I have some uh, religious reason that's driving me to yeah uh, now maybe uh, maybe there is some of my religious upbringing sure. that my, my you know my mom and dad's Voices are right in the back of my head. Yeah. And I know that even though my mom and dad are in Georgia, they'll, they'll you know, slap me in the back right. of the head from there if they think maybe I'm, you know, oh, he said shit. <clears throat> you know, right, oh, right, come right. on, mom. Yeah. Right, right. Because my grandma used to say shit wow. all the time. Wow. And so I'm like, how come I can't do it? But she could. But at the end of the day, uh, I want people to understand that if they can work clean, they can work anywhere. Oh, yeah. Interesting. And it's easy for me to take a clean set and take it off the rails for an audience that's that that's what they really that's want what they want yeah and they're expecting that but it's hard to go the other way and then turn around <laughs> and, and take the same exact set and do it clean again yeah. because i've written it i've worked it it's it's clean and i know it's going to work every time right. and the funny thing is I, i've discovered when i've tried to adapt for the crowd's purposes yeah. and give them some of what they want I don't find it as, as funny, and I don't think the audience finds it as right. funny. And I'm like, I've disappointed the audience because I did that. And yeah. so uh, it, I say it a, a lot, and I will probably say it to the day I die, uh, clean is green. Yeah. If you, yeah. you don't have to work clean unless you, you want to make money. If you want to make money, mm -hmm. yeah. If, That's if you, interesting. If you don't want to make any money, just go ahead and say yeah. whatever you want yeah. on stage, and, and I'm okay with that. But mm. So I think there is a process of saying – Yes, I want to do what the audience needs or what the audience wants, but sometimes what the audience wants is what they've learned from going to other places. Well, that's what I expect because that's how it's always been every other place. And when you really work on the writing aspect and you know it's it's clever and it's unexpected and you're getting you're going to get to the place where people are seeing something for the first time in, in yeah. a certain way. And you're not taking them into the depths of a sewer, 
then by all means, give them something fresh, give them something unexpected, and they're going to walk away with having the, the great time. Yeah. You know, mm. so, and, and it, it really is true, but you got to be you. Yep. And, and you, uh, you got to write and work from your core. And so when I say that, there are some of these younger comics that I think at their core, they have to drop the F-bomb and all that because it's pretty much how they operate in their daily life. But, but what, which, what they're watching, though, is those three-minute yeah. clips of, yeah. you know, whoever yeah. the hot comedian is now yeah. saying that stuff and doing these things and yeah. saying, well, that's what I got to be yeah. right there. Well, I didn't grow up with those guys. Yeah. I did. That wasn't what I thought was funny, or I had to. But then again, though, I did yeah. get into guys Steve Martin, Robin Williams, you know, Bob Cat. Those guys, they, you know, they went off. Yeah. But you know, and I did get into them at a later time. You know, Cheech and Chong. You know, <laughs> Cheech and Chong were clean. They were just drug culture. Yeah. Wait for that. When that came out in high school, that was that was the best album. Everybody had that album. Oh, right, right. Man. But see, but I, I, I grew Dave, up. Dave, Dave's not here. Dave's not here. Dave's not here. <laughs> I mean, I was listening to Richard Pryor. I mean, I got two points. I was listening to Richard Pryor and yeah. watching him and how he was just honest on stage and him being open and honest like that, you know, really opened the door for other comedians. Now, this this is always it's always going to be the topic the topic of conversation clean and you know blue and it's for me it's more of the creativity of your act and how well you write your bits and how they become strong even though there are uh blue material versus clean and i mean you have to really take those that vocabulary and really tr be smart with it because there are a lot of comedians that I watch that are blue and that are hilarious mm -hmm. versus those who use the same vocabulary and they're just not as creative. And so it's like, okay, I get that too as well. I've never done corporate, so I've never been to that where, right. you know, I could say clean is green and you, you have that experience. But I also have never been in clubs, in comedy clubs. So I've never done material that way either, or you know, I, or uh, or any kind of jokes. And that I was always either um, given the opportunity to do shows for um, Christmas galas and things like that until I wanted to do my own comedy show. Right. right? Now I just didn't grow up in an environment where it was constant, you know, blue, you know, just cussing or anything like that. So. I didn't feel the need to do so. I just felt like I can be funny. I didn't think, well, I got a cuss to be funny. Yeah. I think that's um, what the young kids are yeah. up against today. They're seeing a lot of that. It, right, it, and because yeah. of the fact that it goes with the it's culture, the, it goes with the... It's on the internet all yeah, the time. It's, yeah, it's instant. And, and instead of doing the work to really be funny, yeah. they say, I saw somebody else be funny. Yeah. By doing this, right. so I'm going to do that and hope that it's funny. But I don't think they understand how much work went into what right. that guy did. You yeah, know? but also yeah. the comics that are doing that have created now this culture of using those specific words and that vocabulary in their in their bits to where it's becoming more popular to do that. So I don't know how to explain that. Like, well, I don't know if that made any sense. But I think like, I think it is if if. They would under, if if comics today would understand the work that went into uh, Richard Pryor, sure, 
in, in his act. And when he, it got to the place where he was like, okay, I've got what is hilarious that I'm going to bring to the audience and I'm going to do it in my voice. Yeah. And, and this is Richard Pryor. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to drop whatever language is real but it, and, and true to, to the core of who he is. And people go, that was funny. So everything must that that must be funny. The, yeah, so that's that is standard. It's, funny, it's yeah. not it's not the work that he put into the the cleverness of the writing. They think it's just a couple of words that make it funny, and so they're they're taking the cheap way to try to be funny instead of the hard work mm. to write and Boy. and really search for <clears throat> the the right order of the words and how he put it together, and so that when it came down, he knew. Okay, I'm telling something that the audience is going to get laughs, dude. And and so because of that, the audience is going to be accepting and forgiving of me, being me in the way that I talk. And so he earned the right to drop it to drop it out. All the comics that are up there now earned the right to be able to have these very race. You know, just everything about what they say, like everything is really racy. It's like it's 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 super in your face. It, it'll cut you. It's like it's so bold yep. that, but they have so many other so much so many years of creating that and building it up to that point where now it's like, you know, like Bill Burr, and I mean they're they're just like they don't care yeah. who gets offended. But if you listen to Richard Pryor stuff in the past today, it would be. Banned. He would I never mean, be able to it would yeah. be yeah. ridiculous. Eddie yeah. Murphy and you know, oh my yeah. gosh, you yeah. know, Eddie just, took prior and just went another step farther, right? You know, and, and Bernie Mac too. I'm yeah. like, what? Listen, recently listened to his set and I'm like, holy cow, this guy is going in, and it would have never been. I mean, it would have been on oh. Twitter. It'll be immediate. And so they, it's just being real. These guys, I, I hear what you're saying as far as like honing it and writing it and getting to a point where people can hear my voice. But I honestly think it's just them being just themselves. And they created yeah. this now this this standard of being completely honest to where now I'm just gonna just come out and be like it. Whether you like it or not, I'm just gonna say it in your face. And oh, you wanna talk when I'm doing my set? Well, screw you, you get out of here, whatever, I don't care. Or I'll say something about somebody else's race and da 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 and if you didn't like it, whatever, you don't yeah. understand comedy. And it's like this standard now has been created where now I gotta I gotta, you know, yeah. go up there and be where you know, the the reality is uh they have not earned the right to to, to say, to say to, for for people to accept their voice, mm. you know, where I, you know, I remember the first time that I saw a, a Richard Pryor bit. Yeah. Um, I had grown, you know, again, I, I grew up, uh, my, my family it, it was very, very conservative. Yeah. If you go to the ultra far right of conservatism, that's where, uh, you're and then like six miles past that is where my family was, <laughs> okay. you know? Okay. And so I remember watching Richard Pryor going, Oh, that's hilarious. Said, that's hilarious, but, but a, I don't know if I should laugh because that's a know, lot of stuff I'm, that should I'm be said. Sure, I'm sure my my mom and dad and my yeah, grandma yeah. would uh, really be disappointed that I laughed yeah, at yeah. that, you know. Yeah. But it was it, he had done the work so that allowed him to be him instead of what I see a lot of times is I'm going to try to be somebody else because I know it worked for them. Okay. Right? 
And that's where I want to push back to younger comics and say, how about you spend some time really focusing in on what it's what is funny and why is it funny? Yeah. And if you are intentionally using words because it adds to the funny, mm. then go ahead. Because it's it truly is doing everything you can to bring the most laughter to give to your audience. Mm. But where I have a problem is when somebody shows up and their sole responsibility is to be funny yeah. and bring the laughter for the audience. That's their job. Mm. And they haven't done the work to be funny and give laughter to the audience. Mm. And so they're going to try and substitute the truth of re- and reality of funny comedy mm-hmm. by dropping something that I heard somebody else get a laugh I'm gonna using this. So I'm going to shock okay. you. Yeah. I'm going to surprise you. Yeah. And you're going to laugh because I want that laughter yeah. instead of them. Right. Uh, if, if you're wanting to give them the laughter, yeah, yeah, you're good. wanting the laughter. And yeah. so uh, I'm not getting the laughter I want. So I'm going to do this because hopefully I get the laugh. Well, you know, and so, yeah, it's, it really is. Uh, it's off putting for me when the reason somebody's using language is to salvage the lack of effort that they put yeah. into in preparation they put yeah. into it. Yeah. If if it's intentional, you know, uh, well, let's look at uh, one of the best known bits to people that have looked at comedy. Seven things you can't say on TV. Uh, yeah. Now, here he... You know, here's a guy that said, okay, I'm going to take this and intentionally I'm going to use words mm. to show people how funny this really can be, how funny this is. I'm showing them something that is unexpected and it's intentional. Mm. It's not going to be an afterthought. It's not going to, oh, well, I need to save this bit for me to get the laughs. No. No. He yeah. went in knowing, yeah. I'm going to drop this yeah. and everybody's just going to, it's the going reaction. to be funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so people... For for years, would would say, "Oh, hey, have you heard this? This is you know," and so it takes it takes the intentionality of mm-hmm. I want to be funny. Right. I'm going to write to be funny. Yeah. I'm going to make sure that I'm writing clever. I'm writing right, and then if the language enhances that and yeah. makes it even funnier, then take the language where it needs to go to give the audience the biggest laugh, the best laugh you can give them. Right. right, but don't cheapen out and say, "I hope this gives you some laughter because I need to get some laughter for me." Right, uh, then then you're 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 still doing. Well, they well. usually walk out disappointed anyway. You'll see guys, and we've all done walked out. And that just didn't work, or I had a bad night, or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's you know we always remember our great nights, but I'm able to black out the really bad nights. <laughs> I've had them. <laughs> that's another question we want to ask too. Is like, when was like, do you remember your first time you ever bombed so bad? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody's had. Oh yeah, you know, you walk, like, you walk out there, your eyes are this big. It's like, what am I even doing this for? You go home, question everything you did, <laughs> your existence but, and everything. <laughs> but what's stronger in my mind was the first time I felt like I really connected. It was okay. like an outer body. Yeah, felt the energy and yeah. just. I didn't even think about my, I just did it. Yeah. You know? And it was exactly. just so natural. And I came off, it was like, oh, it's, you know, I did 10 minutes since over. Dude, and people feeling... were just, fun, you know, people what were just, happened. yeah, yeah exactly. where did it go? And 
and it felt so good. Yeah. yeah. I remember that a lot stronger than I remember the, the, the yeah. several times <laughs> that it really didn't go very well. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Bombing is, is, is an interesting you thing. You got to bomb. Everybody gonna bombs. Happen. You're going to do it. Yeah. You just enjoy it. And it sucks. Say, well, I learned tonight. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah and, exactly. And, and uh, Steve can attest to this that I often say this to, to hey, uh, you're going to have those nights where you're going to suck. So embrace the suck, yeah, and and learn Living from it, that, and, yeah, and just that has been, you know, take it, take it up, hug yeah. it close, and say, okay, uh, I don't ever want to feel that again. Yeah, so a lot of times it can be just the, work I have the audience to do just get, wasn't there. They yeah, just they didn't true. even care like that night, you know, in Muncie, nobody wanted to hear comedy. Yeah, but I went through the you, I went through the motions <laughs> anyway. I did, and I'd find one if people would laugh, I'd hear somebody laugh. I'd start over there. Okay, what's going on? The place wasn't set up for comedy anyway the mic kept, kept the mic kept in, having feedback oh, yeah. and stuff yeah, and it was so I, i'd find somebody live so i just start working them okay here here's my audience over here i remember <laughs> we did a bit we did a sketch comedy show um in a and it's it's literally called the saloon and it was like a dance floor, you know, and it, you had you had everybody doing like uh, two stepping and all that. So I don't I don't know. <laughs> Probably during this during yeah, your yeah, set, so, yeah. So well, before we set up, right? They had the the band and everybody. They played um, their piece, and then we were next. The problem is, it was a huge band. The the band was so huge that they had to like take down their their equipment, and then we had to come up and set up our our sketches and. During that, you know, the crowd was just getting restless, and and so we went into our bits, but they had televisions everywhere, and oh, yeah. it was the football worst. games on, guys. And are, we're going through yeah. our bits, you know, we're going through the sketches, and we're all like <laughs> performing to ourselves. That's what it yeah, was, yeah. and it, it's like we had to go through it. But there was like one or two people that came up there, like your sketches were hilarious, and like, yeah, and that's like, all well. you needed was one guy to come by and say he liked it. Hey, I did all right, right exactly. Yeah. So we kind of like did it right, exactly. Yeah. But so I walked off like that. You know, like, like everybody, I've driven a long ways to go do an open mic and did five minutes and said I could have stayed home. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And did it in front of the dog and cat. <laughs> and the dog the would have liked it. The cat wouldn't have cared. So you know. Heck with it. <laughs> the dog be like, hey, uh, yeah. next yeah. next time you go out, you should do that. That's do that a good bit. That was a good bit, man. Good bit. Especially when you were talking about the cat licking itself. That yeah. was hilarious. Yeah. Do that one again. You know that, that cat does that all the do time. That. Insane. You got to see him in that litter box. It's disgusting. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so let me ask you this then. With, uh, you know, you're fairly new to, to the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where do you, where do you see yourself going with it then? It's yeah, that's a good question because of my age. You know, I'm well, 63. Yeah, you and, know, okay, I'm, you, you know, I'm with well, you. I'm, I will tell well, you this: people people from time to time will say, you know, oh, so uh, when are you going to retire? Uh, never. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be yeah. I'll be uh, in a, in a hospice care someplace. Going, hey, <laughs> have, have you heard this? Can one? I get trying to set up oh, a show that night? <laughs> Let's have some fun. Uh, well, you know, and on? I watch these guys that are my age, and they are yeah. doing they're doing the cruise lines. Yeah. They're doing corporate comedy, yeah. and they got to work because a lot of them started late in life with their families, so they still have kids around. Mm -hmm. So they got to support that. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, I didn't do that. My kids are grown and gone and everything. Mm -hmm. I have a luxury. Yeah, I really do. I don't mm -hmm. have anything to keep me from doing outside of my own. Am I just too lazy to go out there to and do, out, do, do that much? I try to hit a mic a week. Yeah, I'd like to do two a week. And that's, you know, and I'd like to just continue trying to progress that way and do yeah. better and better. And, you know, and I think I will. I think I'll improve as I go along. I'll be able to read crowds better, do more 
crowd work. The jokes will get better. Just I'll be more myself out there, I think. And I think I could make that work. Well, I'm going to try to be uh, uh, generously kind when I say this because it might come out a little bit uh, harsh. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't I don't see you getting on the Johnny Carson show. You know, then that was my hope. That was my bucket. That was my bucket. <laughs> bucket. That was on the old bucket right there. That was Carson the and um, – yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, you know, That's you went the thing, to Carson. Zeph, I mean, it, everything has evolved now, obviously, because the whole technology like we're doing now, podcasts, blah, 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 where, you know, everything is instant now yeah. versus before you had to work your way as a career or that path to get a shot with Johnny yeah. and then, you know, maybe a sitcom or a movie Think of how many guys have done open mics and how many actually man. barely got through. Yeah. yeah you know, it's like, true, man. it's like pro sports. That, you know, how many kids started playing baseball and actually ended up you know, playing pro baseball, you know, yeah. it was so few. We all played little league probably as kids and, you know, when our way in, it just didn't happen, yeah. you know. Yeah. I played uh, little that's league as a, as a kid and I, and I didn't even make the NFL. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> where I was. Right, right. So, you know. But, yeah, I think uh, the opportunities for people to be seen today are greater than they've ever been. Yeah. And with that, uh, people are still clamoring for somebody to help them laugh. Yeah. They still even want to still enjoy even it. Still. They, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, but the whole comedy scene has changed. The, the, yeah. the clubs mm-hmm. have yeah. diminished. These smaller, these types of organizations are yeah. coming up, I guess. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Maybe they were here before. I don't know. But, but the club's going away. Do you see a lot of these kids really, you know, you hear about them, well, I'm going to go to Chicago and do time up there. I could get, you know, I could do mics every night. Yeah. Or I'm going to go out to L.A. and try to get my shot out there, you know. And that's, once again, that's like, here, let's go buy that lottery ticket and see how it works out. You know, you well, hope they do, but. Um, I will say, you know, like my son uh, could have stayed here and, and worked enough. in the yeah. in this Indiana, Indianapolis market. But he made a choice uh, to go to Portland because Portland is, is a very strong comedy scene out there right yeah. now. And I understood, okay, he wants to he wants to step out on his own. He doesn't want to be, oh, you're the old clean guy's kid. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you I'm don't like, want okay. to be in that shadow, right? So I'm like, okay, go make your way. And he does have that opportunity to hit a mic every night. And sometimes you know, the, the Portland uh, scene... There's a couple of opportunities sometimes to do two mics a night, right. you know, and not in a way where you're doing a mic and then you're skirting out and going and doing another one yeah. where you're not really engaged in the community of comedy. But literally, they go in, they can work this mic and be part of that community. And the whole group moves And over. then go over to this yeah. other place and do another one Because the venue is offering it for them. And yeah. so when that happens, uh, yes, you know, you want them to get the opportunity to get out and work the stuff. But at the same time, uh, the opportunities are getting harder for those features and, uh, right. you know, how, when am, am I going to be uh, you know, able to open for a yeah, Bob, that guy for a gonna, Bob Zaney? Yeah, that guy's going to do the yeah. 30 minutes. Now, the Bob Zaney thing, that was just only because well, it, there was well, nothing to it. It's still, it's a network. It's still, it's, it's still, a connection. Yeah. It's one of those things where yeah. because you knew Bob and yeah. Bob's like, hey, I need somebody to come in as an opener. 
uh, hey, why don't you come along? And actually, I think seat. his wife shamed him into it even. Yeah, she said, hey, Doug's going up. Why don't you ask him? He's like, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. But see, but the thing is, see, that's that's where the difference between this, the standard of, okay, what's the right way to get to um, a career in comedy? Is it, you know, not because, you know, opening for, you know, for Zany, it's like, uh, but if you would have opened for, I don't know, um, Tim Allen, you know, is yeah, a thousand people show or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. which way is the standard? Um, how can we get to the point where, to the place where, because there's so many comics now, like what's the right path to get to a successful career in comedy where you're constantly, when you wake up, you, okay, you got gigs and you're a working comic versus I'm going to open mics. I'm trying to work crowds. Um, what's the right way do I get, do I go to, um, you know, jokers and helium that's going to be opening up and like do i is that the the path to like what's the right way to do it where's where's this um standard of uh okay now i can call myself a comic because i've opened for this person or i've done this or i'm working um and how do you get to that place i don't know if anybody has gotten like a solid way of doing it it's either luck or you know you got funny enough to where now it's luck and people yeah. saw you that one. Oh, you know, now you put plug it I, in. I explained you... this really well in my next upcoming book, and you can pre-order it. Nineteen ninety-nine is not writing books. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to. You don't want a book that I've written if I actually ever I, did I write. I mean, a book. this is. I'm sure it's a question that I don't think is ever going to be really answered. Yeah. It's just, and that's the thing. If you talk to, you talk to any of the comics that we look at and say, well, there's somebody who hit the pinnacle. Uh, you go talk to a David Letterman sure. and say, "What's the right way to get where to you where you, where you yeah, have been?" Yeah. And and D- David Letterman would probably go, uh, "Don't suck," yeah. you know. Okay, right. See, that's what I'm saying. Know, it's like it's nobody. Right. It's like okay, what's the difference between you opening up for Zany versus you know doing a show in in the Improv, headlining at the Improv in Chicago? Yeah. Right. Or opening for somebody that's that's. Uh, you know, up there. What's the difference? Well, and because the, of the fact that it was at a bar in Muncie, or you know, like where's that, that standard? Has, you know what I mean? Well, that's well, not that has fair. A lot where, to do with it. Exactly, because if like, he's what? doing a if he's doing a show at a casino, yeah, I'm not his opener. Right. Exactly. I guarantee you that. Yeah. He's right. going to have somebody. Well, that's that because really, he knows you're over there at the slots. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm uh, spending all my money. Yeah. So Doug, Doug's supposed to be up there doing. But he, yeah. he's, he's, but he's, he's, playing, gonna, he's playing the penny slots. You no, know, he's right going to have a, a pros pro up there. Another yeah, guy he right. knows is solid to come up there. They can do a very solid set. Yeah. Obviously, not better than him, but do a very solid set. You yeah. Know? But it, so, it, I think, honestly, uh, it comes down to uh, is, is the path you're on, yeah. is it good for you? Are you feeling. Uh, fulfilled in what you're supposed to be doing as as a comic. Yeah. Be funny. Bring laughter. But it's a lot of work, though. Man, it's, you know, it is. It's a lot of work. It's, I mean, Ray said it the other day. I mean, it's you got to go all the mics all the time, everywhere see, you go. Right. You got to live that. You know, you got to be willing to say, okay, I'm going to Chicago because I know I can do mics a night. If right. that, if you want to be that person, you got to be able to say, and, I'm going to go up and do that. Yeah, and if that's and again, if that's the direction that you feel like that's the path I need to take to yeah. get where I want to go, but it's not the then, only path. Then right? take it. No, see uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's not the only path, but yet we, there is a strong 
uh, standard of I need to go to these clubs and perform at these clubs and do this time and travel here and, you know, put in all this time in order for me to get to that, climb that ladder of comedy in order to be uh, viewed. But then you got a comic who does corporate gigs, right? And so now his career is set because he's been doing corporate gigs, but he's not known. Yeah. So where's, like, and what's it, the... I think it depends on, on what your end goal is. Yeah. You know. That's it. So uh, do you want like to pay the bills or do you want to... Or do you want to just be <laughs> yeah. a name beyond, you know, with Seinfeld and, and all of them? I mean... And that's the thing is, you know, if if my end goal was I want to, I want to be on the David Letterman show or, you know, because I didn't get, I didn't get started early enough to be uh, uh, in the Johnny Car. I, yeah. I, I watched Johnny Carson, but yeah, uh, it was already Lano and Letterman. Uh, so I was like, okay, I think it'd be real cool to be on Letterman or Leno. I think that'd be really awesome. Yeah. Uh, but that wasn't the path that I decided that I ultimately had to take in order to feel like I did something in the world of comedy. But and so I, I think if you they, would, let the, me say, let piece, me ask this: if you would have gotten to let Letterman or to do a five minutes on Conan and, you know, Fallon or whatever. Do you think that would have given you the opportunity, more opportunities to do it because your name is actually on television and that is the standard? I think you get booked more. Yeah. Yeah. I think again, there are places that I would have had had opportunities to be booked into shows that I I wouldn't have had uh, or didn't have. Um, But at the same time, You know, uh, if if I would have done that and then continued to do corporate events, I could have probably made a lot more money Mm. in the corporate world because I had that name recognition. Uh, I'm not complaining about the money I made. Uh, Sure. And and, uh, hopefully anybody that's listening that's looking for a corporate comic... Um, there he is. Don't don't call Doug. Call me. Just, don't call <laughs> Doug. I'll, I'll bring Doug with me. I don't but even know. I, I want the money. I was in the corporate um, role for too long. But, but I retired. The, I'm still the, in it. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, I, I could probably could have made more money, but I I'm, but did, on the path that I chose to take yeah. for where I felt okay, I'm going to make enough money yeah. so that I feel hey, this is worth my time to get me out of bed. Uh, you know, someplace close to the crack of noon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, uh, you know, do, do I need to do a side hustle so that I can support my comedy habit? You know, then, but yeah. I want to do whatever I have to do yeah. to be able to do this yeah. and bring laughter to people. And so if, it, if it's, you got to get out and, and drive to Chicago to get mic time or to, to go, you know, like Ray was saying, mm-hmm. okay, you know he's networking. He's yeah. up in yeah. he's up in South Bend sure. uh, next week, and yeah. then he's you know, doing here, and then he's going out to L.A., and then he's doing San Francisco, and but that seems and, to but be he, the and he's doing he's doing the work because sure. he's doing what he has to do and to people, do what he loves. Right. Yeah. People will see and him think, and they will say, "I saw this guy; he's good." And you got these guys out there that will book you, you know, yeah. you yeah. managers, you know, the guy yeah. who will discover you. Hey, this yeah. guy is great. And you so know. it's a process of. How willing are you to do what you to do what you love? Yeah, um, and I, you know, I, I, I've used the old age old story of uh, the the hundred year old uh, doctor that was still seeing patients, and and people said to her, 
why are you still seeing pain? And she said, well, if you do what you love, you never work a day yeah. in your life. And I've never worked a day in my life. And I'm like, I can't get with that. Quote. I want, I want to be that way. Yeah, and, you know, and so but you're I'm gonna, still going to so work. I'm doing I mean, what I love, but if you enjoy it so much, and, yeah. and I'm having a blast doing it. Yeah, and it, my path works for me. No, I got it works for you. It works yeah. for me. Yeah, but not every comic is going. That's I don't want to take that path. My own son, when he said, "Hey, I'm going to become a, a comedian," I'm yeah. like, "Cool." Yeah. I'd be happy to give you any advice. I'm not going to take your path, Dad. I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, so he's like, it worked for you, pops. Yeah, but it's not going to work for me. Okay, do your thing, enjoy it, love it, and and put yourself a hundred percent into it. And if you're willing to do that, at the end of the day, to be to be great at comedy, yeah, you have to get. You have to be funny. Yeah. You have to get noticed. If you're funny and you get noticed, yeah, then, then you can get paid. Okay. So then, okay. So I just, I guess I'm having trouble understanding there, the point of all of us is to be known, right? Did you want to be known as a, a funny comic? And, and, or and do you just want to just do it? I think, uh, and, and Doug, you, you uh, might, yeah, you might a have a different that, opinion on this. But I will say, for me, uh, I am known for being a funny comedian. Okay. But am I concerned about who I am known by in that okay. way? Okay. Yeah. And and I, you know, if am I known by the Jimmy Fallon's sure. as a funny comedian? Sure. No. Right. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, if you give him my name and and. Forty-five bucks. He might buy you a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Right. I don't know. <laughs> right. Uh, depending but, on where yeah, you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So it did. Okay. But at the end of the day, so really, it's just. I mean, it is all about the love. I mean, we love making people laugh, and that that is always yeah. going to be the deal. Where you know you're going to get that from everybody. You just there's something about it. It's addictive. You know, you just love the the laughter, and it's like yes, you know, it, it feels good to make people laugh and have a good time. But at the same time, there is that element of business where, okay, if I if we need to follow what we love to do, right, and and, and once we find it, we'll never work in a day of life, blah blah blah. If we, then what is that? How do we make that happen? Where it's actually, when I wake up, I'm doing nothing but yeah. stand up. That um, is the that is the work. I, I think the first thing you need to do is register for. Uh, <laughs> Comedy college, yeah, go to yeah, go to comedy college. And, Make yeah. sure you start. Is writing, that what, is this right? Jokes. I'm here to be at recruiting. <laughs> right, right, oh man, <laughs> I knew you guys brought me in. Now I got a yes. question for you guys. Yeah, okay. Since you've been around, the competitions or the festivals. Mm-hmm. There's several of those. World Series of Comedy. They're going to have these, you know, satellite events here. Yeah. You know, down at Jokers, and then there's one in Fort Wayne. Yep. Do you feel that that's a good investment in an individual to go to those just to experience them at least once? Personally, I think that when you get an opportunity to go to a festival or to be a part of you know that a competition thing like that, uh, it's less a, in my humble opinion, or my arrogant opinion, eh. <laughs> uh, it's it's less about am I going to win it, right? 
and more about who am I going to be networking with? Okay. Networking, how, yeah. how am I? How am I making connections and developing friendships and relationships with people? Uh, you, you know, when uh, I don't think Ray actually said this when uh, on last week's podcast, but he's doing shows in California because of connections that he has made. Here, where putting on shows, yeah. Where people, you know, he he said to folks, "Hey, I think I'm going to come out to California," just because he wanted to go to California, and they're like, "Well, if you're coming out." We can line up some shows for you, and so it's that networking. Yeah, and and I think that's so key right there. The networking. It's really it's getting it's to know building, the people. Yeah, yeah. It's how do you build relationships where it's you're adding value to other yeah. people in a way that when you're going to be close to them, they're saying, "Okay, he has added so much value to me. I want to add value back to him." It, it's that. But at the same it's, time, though, you still, when you do go to these, you got to yeah. perform, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. if you, you go up there, the you totally suck. Don't, yeah. Nobody's yeah. going to go, I don't got any room on Facebook for you. Sorry. Exactly. You, know? exactly. you definitely so got to bring you, it. You're going to bring your A game. Yeah. Right. You want to uh, do your you're, best. You're and, not going to get up there, and you've been to enough open mics where uh, you're not going to be that guy that gets up and goes, Oh yeah, I probably should have wrote some stuff for this, you know. <laughs> Here, let me look. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, where's um, my phone? Comedy. Now that's what I've seen. A lot of guys come out and say, "Oh, this guy's a headliner. This guy's real good." And I go, "Okay, great." And I go to the clubs to see him, and not necessarily, you know, real big paid show, but the guy will do about fifteen minutes, and it's the phone comes on, and and he starts looking for jokes. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. You're yeah, a headliner. That's the thing. See, if you can't do 45 or at least 30 without looking at your notes, I don't think you're really taking this show seriously. That's a good point. But at the same time, there's a lot of comics that go to open mics with that idea of I need to work jokes out versus I'm going to do my whole 45. But if this guy is the feature at the, oh, at the, okay, he yeah, was brought right. in as the and feature. I think it's it, he has thing. a responsibility yeah. to be. There's, there's you become, know. there has become as a, a sector of the comedy society yeah. that says that's allowed. Right. And I'm like, okay, uh, there's one thing, and, and and I've I've admitted this uh, on the, I think it was the first podcast, yeah. maybe I don't remember no. honestly because again I've slept twice. Yeah. Uh, well, I slept twice just today. Just well, today. <laughs> uh, oh, you've had two but, naps, yeah. <laughs> but there there are times because of the short term memory issues that I do have with because of because I have multiple sclerosis uh, that I use aids. So I like I will take. Uh, and, and put a, a set list yeah. and lay it on the floor. Mm-hmm. So all I have to do is look down yeah. and, and grab that. But yeah, I take I, I try to use any of those those things that will help me do what I need to do to do my job uh, as the comedian without it distracting yeah. right or causing. And, and so I, today, yeah. when I see people, you know, and I've I've seen. Guys that are there as the headliner, you know, looking at their. So I'm going to try this bit. Yeah, yeah. And that, and they're going that through. drives me nuts. And, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah. when did it become acceptable for you to to yeah. to use you know, to to use that and, and to say to the audience, uh, I was going to do something that was really going to impress you, but now I'm just I'm, I'm yeah. showing you I'm kind of letting you see behind the curtain. Now, yeah. Pay no attention to the to man the behind end. the curtain. I saw a guy do what you were talking about. He had a, a set list. Yeah. I basically, just laid it on the floor. He goes along and and it was just 
it wasn't really crutches. Just yeah. he could kind of look down, and there was really no distraction. I thought, well, we need teleprompters, is what we need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need a joke. <laughs> running my jokes. Next, hey, joke. next joke. Next Boom. joke. And yeah, yeah. as long as I don't need it, you know, fine. Yeah, because yeah. let's face it, musicians. The, the problem they, with bands have them, you know. The problem with yep. teleprompters is it, it it may go too fast. Oh yeah, and I don't read all that fast. No, uh, uh, can, even even that. when I was at well, the it best, just I it would just be the bullet points really and. But so yeah, okay, so if if there's a tool that you can use that's going to help you do a great job for the audience that isn't a distraction, it's right. not going to take away sure. from being funny. Yeah, then use the tool. Yeah, yeah. and I can I'm, see I'm open good with that. I got no problem open mic guys having their notes right there. Right, sure. That's what it's there for. Yeah, exactly. And I had a guy sitting there going, "Okay, I'm going to try this one." Yeah, and he was actually very good. Yeah, and he said, "Okay, that one did okay," and then, "Okay, that right, one the did next do. one." Yeah, you know, it's but, about, it's proper, yeah. but when you're there getting paid as a feature so, so called yeah yeah, yeah and, and and you're doing open mic work as a feature yeah so i'm like uh maybe yeah you might yeah. want to, a little more effort you, you yeah. might want to put some effort into how you're using a tool yeah. that's yeah. not and that goes back to the memorization can you memorize your sets yeah do you use the visual do i see my yep so you, do i see, see it do joke, i see yeah. my mom exactly I see, do I see this? Do I see yeah, that? You and know, and we exactly. are visual. Men are exactly. more visual than say women. Yeah, yep. and, and that, that's we, helped me actually. Yeah. It, it's increased my confidence in my jokes now, right. where I can actually visualize. Uh, for me, it's it's I'm comfortable with thinking of the the stage as my living room because right. I have the specifics uh, mind palace that I've set up. So if I just go in and this okay, this one's my here. Mm. I can go right into it confidently and jump from jokes to joke. It just helps me visually. Uh, so yeah, everybody has a way to to be able to memorize. Hey, jokes and, and everybody's going to be different. With yeah, it, you know? heck yeah. So anyway, so I like jump, to just keep it in my brain. I wanted to uh, um, comment on networking. Now I've never done festivals. I've never I've never gone to festivals. I've never gone to. I've seen, neither have I. I'm going to do so two this year. Yeah. So, so like I'm signed I'm up ex- for two of them. So, so uh, yeah, so the World gonna, Series of uh, Comedy. Yeah, is I get one. that one. Okay. Yeah. And the one up in Fort Wayne, I'm going to say the name Mary. Yes, I know. Yeah, I'm saying it wrong. Again, I, I apologize. So, I'm like, okay, I've seen them yeah. advertise it. I've not been yeah. yet. Um, I, I, I'm hoping to. Yeah, I said I submitted my tape and everything. So I don't. Okay. And and again, uh, well, I might be going. I, I I'm not sure if I get selected or not. I okay, have yeah, <laughs> what, what I tell uh, people comics yeah is uh yes you should submit because it's going to push you to become better at what you're right. doing whether or not you get up there and you're the best and they're you're selected is for, it, for yeah, some it, award you got to figure that's it, not going to happen so and, yeah but if it's something that's going to challenge you to get better and to yeah. become to become a, tighter in your set and all that I'd have then to, do yeah. it because it's going to make you better. I know well, it'll force okay, me so to write more before I go. You and if, know? You're not, <laughs> if, you're, if you submit and you're not chosen to perform, sure, and you can still go, then I go will. and meet yeah. people and network. Network, and, okay. And ask. So to the point that I was going to say is, I learned something from this podcast I would listen to called Hot Breath Hot Breath Hot Breath Podcast with Joe Byers. He's really cool. It's out in Atlanta. And he was We're going to have him come on the Pops and the Rican show. I heard you got a book, yeah. But he's in Atlanta, (laughs) and he actually had a comic named Alton Walker. Um, I hope I'm saying that right, but I know it's Alton Walker. um, Who said a powerful statement. He said, your network is your net worth. And I was like, man, that's good because 
it's true. You'll have times where you'll get like when you go there and you meet certain people, you'll connect with them, and you know for some reason you'll 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 hit it off well and you'll be able to say okay i'm gonna be out here and they'll remember you swap information and then you're set like i met michael jr comedian michael jr that way i went to california for a conference and he was teaching a um a class on writing and i was just in the back and he just so happened to walk up and was introduced himself and out at the time i was doing uh graphic design and all that stuff and so he was looking for, you know, graphic design work. So it just so happened. And then from that point on, um, I did, then I ended up having to come down and do a show with us and, and, you know, and it was a really great connection. So that is true that, uh, networking is your net worth. You can, you can really get shows that you wouldn't even imagine booking, uh, if you, if you network. So if anything, definitely go to network. Hmm. So yeah. before before we wrap up, yeah. Uh, so we're at that I'm gonna point. ask you. I want to ask you uh, one more question, and that's uh, <laughs> actually I'm gonna be. It's a two part question. Oh, and, great! Uh, great. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> you write the first part down, Eric. If a if a canoe is rolling uphill, <laughs> our back left wheel fell off. How many gophers will it? That sounds like doghouse. My daughter's <laughs> math. Who no. engineered this canoe? Wait a minute. No. Uh, <laughs> no. See, what what has been. The best piece of advice that you have been given about comedy, mm. and what advice would you give to somebody that's saying, whether it's, it about? hey, I'm going into retirement and What's I think I should do this, yeah. or it's some young punk that yeah. uh, needs to be slept. <laughs> I gotta be a punk. Well, you know, uh, first off, most retired guys are smart enough to not do something like this. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, they're ready to be bored, and yeah. that's fine. But yeah. Um, I've been given a lot of good advice. One, you know, a lot of them stick out in my head. Um, Jerry Goble. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry, feel the energy in the room. Mm-hmm. Just feel that, you know, just play off of that. They That's they want to laugh. They yeah. want to feel, you know, because we get up there and, you know, especially me, I'm shell-shocked up there at the beginning. I yeah. No, I'm just trying to get the words out. Regurgitating the words was yep. a common theme in your last, you know, I'm just trying to regurgitate these words out and get off the stage. Now I could get up there and I could feel it. I can yeah. understand. Mm-hmm. I could feel these people. And a few times I really felt it good. And that was something he, cool. he told me to yeah. feel, the, know, energy feel the, the energy in the room. It sounds hippie-ish or no, whatever you want to call it. No, it's good. But, but there is an energy you in that room. You got to read it. You know? Yeah. You gotta read now you go to some rooms and there's no energy because they're all comedians. So, <laughs> exactly. And they don't care what you do. And they're, they're busy well, writing. But exactly. Jerry can sound a little hippie-ish, uh, <laughs> mostly because, you know, uh, he goes to marijuana mass. Yeah, well, you know, uh, no, hey, I don't talk about anybody's religion. <laughs> no. no, I like Jerry. Jerry, yeah, Jerry, Jerry is yeah, so yeah. open with just, he came up to me after shows and he just said, you know, the second time he saw me, he said, you've improved. You've improved a lot. Mm. Work on this. Yeah. yeah. Work on this, That's you cool. know, um, and doing different things, stepping out, being more, once again, in, engaging the audience. Um, sounding out, you know, doing different things, acting out some things, you know, yeah, being more good. animated up there, mm. and very, very yeah. cool advice. He's right. Yeah, he that's he's. Good. You know, yeah. there are, there are guys that I I really admire in comedy when because they want to raise the level of comedy higher yeah. and higher, and it's it's the old adage, uh, all ships rise together. Yeah. So it's a 
you know, and, and he'll and, talk to and anybody he's, he's and help willing, anybody. Yeah, he's willing to to yep. just do whatever he can to add value. He's a very honest man. Him. He, he there's yeah. no lying. I mean, he's just he's just telling you the way he sees it. So he, you know, he's great to he's someone good to have in your camp. That's so, awesome. So what was the other question? Oh, hey. why would I tell someone? <laughs> uh, do, were we talking to each other? I don't. No, know. Yeah. I mean, you kind of gave us, yeah, because I mean, it was like what, what, what advice you gave or was given. Yeah, to what you would you give somebody? What would yeah. I give somebody? It's yeah. just, it's it's a lot of work. Mm. You got to put the time in. You can't just sit there and market yourself. You got to have an act. See, a lot of guys saying, "Oh man, I I got ten minutes now. They need yeah. to book me." And it's like, no, no you got you're five, not ready. You I actually see. got two minutes. You know, and I don't want to be critical <laughs> of anybody. Yeah. Because I don't feel like you know I'm that great, but. I see, you know, I see what you do. It's not there yet. You need yeah. to work harder. That's honest. You know, and yeah. they go to one mic, maybe two mics, and that's it. You got to go to more mics. You got to go to different mm, places. Right. You got to keep trying this stuff. You got to reword it, yeah. take it apart again, yeah. put it back together again. I've taken jokes and thrown them three different ways, and which one came out the best? Yeah. I like that one. But it has to feel good. It has to feel honest inside when I say it. It's good. It has to come out naturally. I tried to force jokes, and the words just wouldn't come out. And it was a disaster. So well, it's it, good. And I think that's advice that rather people, you know, a young comic says, Oh, I really needed that advice. That's good advice that they, that they will come back to and say, you know, uh, I needed that. It, and it, yeah. it's, it's helped me make some adjustments and, yeah. and you move forward. So, yeah. uh, well, uh, Doug, I want to thank you for uh, some, yeah, taking for some time, time to, to hang oh, out thank with you. Uh, yeah, we because, appreciate uh, it, man. I've never felt so young. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I know, <laughs> I know. Support yeah. is, is awesome, man. We yeah. really appreciate it. Vanessa here, he's man. feeling real good about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, got, I got still got some time. I still got some time. So I'm learning a lot. Yeah. Like, retire and then start doing comedy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you feel the, the heck, room and the energy. I, I figure I'm going to live until that's I'm 93, good, so I got another 30 years of this. Wow. So you know, oh, keep rocking. Yeah, I get on Carson. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> There's a chance. Get buried with. I chance. still got a chance. You never know. It won't even be TV in 30 years, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. I. Uh, well, thanks. Yeah. I'll be performing on the hologram of <laughs> yeah, the, Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Carson. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, would actually but, work. That would be cool. I'd watch that. Exactly. So. I, I, I do want everybody to know yeah. that uh, although Doug has not committed to doing this, uh, he will be doing uh, part of a showcase uh, at Gutty's uh, <laughs> Gumbo Variety Show yes. yeah. at Brickhouse Coffee on a Saturday night. Brickhouse Coffee? Yeah. At Brickhouse Coffee. Oh, my God. Aren't they the best? I had a cup of coffee there, and I was so jacked up. It was the first time we met. Yeah. I got a cup of coffee. I drank it. You said you got five minutes. I said, I could do it in three, man. Let's go. <laughs> they have the best We're coffee. Talking. Yeah, Oh, man. man. That, stuff, that wired me up. I was bouncing. Yeah, that's but, good coffee. But uh, we are – we're uh, – Rico and I are uh, getting ready to uh, to start doing the Gutty's Gumbo Variety Shows. Yeah. Uh, at uh, Brickhouse Coffee, yeah. starting in February, yeah, just a and uh, music and, and so uh, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Doug be one of the uh, spotlight uh, showcase We'd be honored. Uh, comedies there. We'd definitely you. be honored. And uh, like I said, great. he doesn't know uh, <laughs> that he's he's committed to it. We'll talk but, about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
We'll, we'll talk about offline. You call my management. They'll talk <laughs> we'll to your you, management. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll set it all up, man. We'll call, our, we'll call but, you people. Uh, so, call my wife. Yeah. She'll <laughs> call your wife. <laughs> so stay tuned we'll so it. that you can uh, know when yeah. you need to come out and yeah. watch Doug yeah. uh, be part of that, uh, that showcase at Gutty's Gumbo. Yeah. Looking forward and, to uh, it. Yeah. And then... Hopefully, uh, you'll keep us informed, and we can let people know. Uh, hey, what you if doing? you're out and about, go yeah. see go see Doug. Uh, well, on the 25th, I'm going to be in Lafayette doing a Bob Strasma. Okay, extravaganza, perfect. perfect. Yeah. Lafayette, and and I tell you, if you've if you've never seen Bob, yeah. and you go see Doug and Bob, you'd be man. You mean good I didn't time, realize good I didn't realize old people could be that funny. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're <laughs> I, they're both very very funny guys. My Bob Strasma joke is I go by I say Bob and I are actually twins. Yeah. Uh, Mom said Bob got all the good looks and the talent, and I got the hair. So well, <laughs> nice. And, and Bob's probably going. And I wish I could get some of that hair. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, sorry, Bob. Nice. Bob's a great guy. Cool. He's been yeah. so. My first mic, first time I ever went up was with the Bob's at Mom's. Out in Lafayette. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Probably the greatest and the craziest night I've ever had in my life. So, <laughs> yeah, we we probably need to get Bob on here sometime. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but not right after you, because then people will be like, "Man, all they do oh, is have old people." Old I can't people tell the difference here. Yeah. I mean, come on, help me out. I think Bob and I are the same age. We're right at the same age. So that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. But uh, yeah, yeah, well, we appreciate you, yeah, hanging out Definitely. and uh, look forward to working with you. And, oh yeah, and helping people let people know where where you're going to be the 25th of Jan- of January. You're, you're in yeah. in Lafayette. In Lafayette. Yep. So if uh, if you want to go up and, and just tell all your friends you're going to a Purdue football game, yeah, uh, and then go see. Uh, don't don't because uh, <laughs> football game in January. Yeah, be a little cold. Yeah, Bob will have Bob will have it all on Facebook and everything, so you'll yeah. be able to find. Oh, the that's show. another thing too. Uh, are you on social media at all? Any just Facebook I got a right Facebook. Now? I got cool. Facebook. That's yeah, about so it. Is it just. I, I'm, I'm old school. I don't really. That's cool. I don't I, get this. I, I say, well, Doug, you got to do this and this. I'm going. Yeah. Here, do it for yeah, me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, but it's all good. So, are you online? Do you want? I mean, is it Doug Arnold? Yeah, just Arnold. Doug Arnold. Yeah, you can look me up on Facebook. Picture me there, Excuse so me. you can tell it's me. I, I cool. I'm I'm still learning that socialized media oh, too. I, there it is. There it is. Uh, it's Help great. It's, I love Facebook. I'm addicted to Facebook. Yeah. I got to admit it. I think it's so cool. Yeah. I really like I like that a lot. I'm on there all the time yeah, looking, scrolling. At, looking at stuff. And that's about as far as I've got. Yeah. So, well, you know. good. As long as they can connect with you. And I do. Cool. I, of course, I follow, I follow President Trump on Twitter. So. <laughs> I was like, how crazy is this going to get? This is my, this is gold. Let me write this down. Love it. All right, man. That, thanks. That tweeter president, man, he's, he is uh, I was thinking brilliant. something else. I was going to do the Trump imitation. I thought I could do one, pull out my phone, just go, <laughs> winning, winning. <laughs> Hashtag winning. Hashtag winning. Oh, yeah. That's good. Well, cool. Anyway, thanks. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Uh, thanks a bunch. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, please uh, tell all your friends and uh, your family yes. and complete strangers. I have no friends, but I'll tell my wife. So <laughs> let them know. Let we'll tell know. your wife to tell all her friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's hey, got lots of friends. Yeah. Sign up, subscribe, check, check out the uh, Pops and the Rican show, yep. and yep. Uh, and you know they just tell them uh, that they might have a chance to win a free trip to uh, to Kokomo. Kokomo, oh, that'd be sweet. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sweet. We'll put them up at the. Um, <laughs> I won't even say the name of the hotel. Well, I think it's nine ninety five rooms. You know? right, right, exactly. It's a do drop in. The do drop do don't drop in because yeah, the rats no. are there. Stay stay at the do drop in yeah. or uh, 
<laughs> they, my favorite place uh, to to stay when I go to Alabama is the uh, Cuz Inn. Cuz? Yeah. I go to my Cuz Inn and uh, stay, oh no, and I stay no, in his. Uh, I don't support that. Pops and the Rican. Pops and the Rican. Pops and the Rican. Pops and the Rican. Look at this dude. Pops and the Rican. Pops and the Rican. Look at the top of his head! <laughs> Look at his lips! <laughs>